How are you? And welcome to Paddy Irishman, Paddy Englishman. A podcast where we pick a topic, research it, discuss it and have a laugh along the way. So sit your arse down, have a Guinness ready and join in on the crack with us too. Enjoy. Today, we're talking football. Uh, we're both massive fans of football. Uh, I'm a United mm-hmm. fan. Mr. Doe is Liverpool. Um, yeah, we've I've been got following a Liverpool it. jersey on. Well, yeah, you, you've been following it ever since you were born, practically, with your dad, because he's a massive fan also. Yeah, he worked at Anfield. Yeah. So, like, I, I kind of picked it up a little later myself. Um, but the love is strong. The love is strong. Yeah. They're, that's my club. Um, I was born into it. I'll die as a red. That's <laughs> great. You know. So uh, the season, anyone who follows football obviously knows the season has just ended. And yeah, the Euros are about to begin. So we're going to do a little a little chat about football because we both decided we like football. We want to <laughs> talk about it, you know? Simple as. We do like football. We do. We really like football. So uh, I suppose... Where do you want to start? How do you start an informed football chat? Like, if you're out with your pals, it's just like, oh, do you see the, do you see this? Do you see, see what Salah done? Yeah, see, see what Salah done at the weekend, and then you just talk. did you see that ludicrous display last night? <laughs> what was Wenger doing putting Walcott on so early? All they try to do is walk it in. And when you said that, I thought you meant Ludacris, the rapper, who's in Fast <laughs> I was like, that's not football, man. <laughs> Do, do you not do you not get that reference? You know, not not that's from the IT oh, crowd. That? Oh no, I never seen the IT crowd. Oh right, we can't get onto that. We're doing football podcast. <laughs> that's a reference from it. But so good, you should watch it. Okay, okay. We'll start with you. We'll start with you. What, what do you think of Liverpool's season? Disappointing, very disappointing. But looking back on it, I think we we've done okay considering like the injuries we had. Yeah, looking back on it, you've done fucking fantastic to finish third. Yeah. After like, where were we around January or February? That time you went on that losing yeah, streak, you were like, yeah. I mean, eight. we lost. Six, I think was it five or six home games in a row yeah, after one of after what your seventy-two home win streak. Yeah, we we never lost at home. Like Mohamed Salah, uh, Mane, Allison, Fabinho, a lot of these big names in our squad never lost the game at Anfield until this season. Yeah. And then they lost six in a row. That's the wildest thing. Yeah. who I think, was it Burnley that started it off? It was Burnley, yeah. Yeah. Brighton, Everton, Betos. I can't remember, I can't remember some of them. But I like I grew up in an era that... I, I'm still growing up in an era that Everton never won a cup. And they never won at Anfield since I've been born. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. They haven't won a cup in 25 years. And they haven't bet Liverpool at Anfield in like... 23 years or something it was before I was born yeah so that that was that was a tough tough one to take but at the end of the day we, we've had our main player now never mind centre-back out all year yeah best, best centre-back in the world over the past couple of seasons yeah yeah and then we've had injuries to Joe Gomez Matip so we've had no senior centre-backs our partnership at one point was at a an academy player that was just thrown in there, or a midfielder with Reese Williams is the academy player I'm talking about. Then yeah. we have Reese Williams. Oh, that that is him, Reese Williams. And then we have Nat Phillips, who I think he's kind of the um, 
the shining light out of this season because he's, he's on moments. Stu- he's been so good. Yeah, do, do you ever see the meme um, of like Ralph Wiggum getting thrown through the window in The Simpsons, and it's like <laughs> yeah. Nat Phillips, Nat Phillips every time a ball comes into the box. That's so true, man. He throws his head at everything. He's a warrior. Yeah, so I don't even know why we're buying that Kulabi guy. I have um, no idea. From, yeah, because we have Nat Phillips. We also bought that Ben Davis guy from Preston, and yeah. he hasn't played a single game. No, that was that was <laughs> the strangest move ever. Yeah, but I, I don't I, know what I feel bad for Phillips because obviously yeah. you're after bringing in uh, your man for what thirty mil, give or take. Who? Yeah. So yeah. like that means he's obviously probably going to be a star. If you're paying that much money, you're going to have to play him. So that means like now Philip has now Phillips has lost his place after like you said, being your shining light this season and kind of carrying you through at times back there. Yeah. Well, at the same time, though, this fella that's coming in, he's very, very young. He doesn't have much... Ex- well, he doesn't have any experience in the Premier League. Yeah. But I'm thinking that Klopp is doing it. He's bringing him in to kind of, like, push Nat Phillips to become better, maybe. Okay. Or, um, you know, like, th- there's... A good problem to have is not knowing who to start. Yeah. Do you know? Of course, um, yeah. But a big factor to reason why Liverpool's injury list grew so high this season was, if you think about it, when we got into the Premier League, uh, to the Champions League final against Real Madrid, mm. um, and we lost it. The only difference is in that squad, really, is the goalkeeper. Yeah. So these players have been playing non-stop, winning Champions Leagues, winning Premier Leagues, um, Club World Cups, um, Super League Cups, Yeah. for the past two, three years in a row. They they never really had a break. No, and the problem is, yeah, it's not that like the like you've been getting to all the finals, so that's obviously adding on extra games. But it's the fact that yeah, he had a single like he had eleven to fourteen players that were playing in every single one of those games. Like you weren't using yeah. a full squad; you were using half a squad. Yeah, definitely. And we were we were just literally like Curtis Jones came through, but mm. I think he won't be. As good as people say, is like no. there, there is like little shining lights that have come through this season it, within the squad. Like I said, Nat Phillips, Reese Williams has played really well. Even when you see like kind of Ben Woodward, Ben Woodburn yeah. out on loan, I think he was at Cardiff this season. Um, he played really, really well. Harvey Elliott, who is on loan at Blackburn, yeah, he's he's, really, he's really going to well. be a superstar. Yeah, and he's a Liverpool fan, so hopefully yeah. he can be. Um, he can be somebody that is another club legend or like a new Stephen Gerrard if, yeah, if, yeah. if he if he stays with the club yeah un, until we get him get his peak years out of the way yeah but I think to finish third as the the season that we had I, I think I think it is some sort of an achievement but at the end of the day it's very disappointing to see what we accomplished last season to is completely contrast is it such a contrast to how we performed this season yeah. What about you? How do you think? Because uh, you're obviously a United fan. How do you think? Uh, how do you think your season went? I mean, it's hard to be mad at the Premier League season. You know, finishing second, cutting the gap down from what whatever it was last year, like nearly thirty points. I think we lost out to ye. Yeah. At twelve points this season. Yeah. It's quite. It's it's closed. It closed the gap a lot, which was a. It's a big move. But it's just losing losing the Europa League final was Oh yeah. That was a crime. 
how we lost yeah. that. Like, we just didn't turn up at all on the night. And, like, it was our, our, our trophy to win, and we just didn't win it. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think it's great, though, like, if we talk about the Premier League and the Europa League, mm. I think it's so funny that, um, what's his name? I'll count Dracula, the manager for Vill- uh, Villarreal. What's his name? Oh, Emery. Emery. I think it's so funny Arsenal sacked them. Um, you know, he brought him in for him to win trophies because he won like three Europa leagues on the bounce. Yeah, sacked him because he didn't get any trophies, and the next season he wins the Europa League. But, That's um, just Arsenal, though. Arsenal are fucking banter FC. Like they have no clue how to run a football club. Yeah, Arsenal and Tottenham, like the the London clubs aren't as strong as they have been in the Premier. Like when you think of like the Premier League initially, we'll, we'll come back to Man United. I don't mean to cut in for you. No, 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 it's okay. When you think of the Premier League, you do think of the big six, like the the yeah. initial big six. So you have uh, United, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal. They're, they're your top six. City. Well, it, is that City? Oh, Liverpool. You didn't say City? No. Was, was it, no, was it City? I don't think City was the original top six, were they? Oh, there was no original top six. It was the top four. Our top four. So it was the original top four was Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, United. Arsenal doesn't make that anymore. Tottenham doesn't no. make the top six anymore. No. So instead of them now, the the big top four, in my opinion, in the Premier League, are um, United, City, Liverpool, and Leicester. Leicester have like consistently performed the past few years. You don't have Chelsea in there. Yeah, I'd put yeah, I'd put Chelsea in instead of Leicester, but Leicester is definitely a top six team. Top yeah, no, I agree. There. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think if you're going off a top six, I think Spurs are just about still hanging in there. It'll, like depending oh, on how next season a, finishes. If they are by a thread, who West Ham finished fifth? Didn't West Ham did, but like West Ham won't finish sixth again next season. You know. Yeah, look, we don't all. Well, of course, yeah, but uh, I'd imagine like Tottenham might next season grab sixth at least, whereas I feel like Arsenal are still a long way off getting back in there. You see, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to keep chopping changing topics, but just with the Premier League, there's just so much to talk about. There is, yeah. Just we'll just, we'll come back to that one again, but I just want to I want you to have a chance of talking about Man United as well. Yeah, I think we United. The big thing is. You know, a lot. I know there's a, a lot of people that aren't happy with Ole, but I'd be keeping him there for at least another season. Do you think Ole is the is the manager to win ye silverware? Will he? Will he? I be... think. I think this season or this summer, if we're backed and we get the players that he wants, we will win a trophy next season. What What do you mean by that, though? People turn around like United fans and they say that the ownership they're not listening to. The manager, they're not invested in the club, but the only other team to invest more in their squad is City. No, no, I agree. Uh, I, I don't, I don't like this narrative that Ole hasn't been back because he has a hundred percent. Like they spent eighty million on Maguire for him. They spent like fifty yeah. on Wan Bissaka. Um, you know, uh, whatever Bruno costs, I think it was like forty. Um, no, that, I've got it here, sixty-seven and a half million pounds. So that okay. is like forty odd with add-ons. Yeah, worth every penny. Yeah, um, yeah I, I do agree. Well, he has been backed. He's obviously been backed. Uh, I think that kind of narrative comes from he's backed, but it's not always the players that he wants. I don't okay. think that's happened to Ole, but that's been happening to managers before him. So, like, especially when like the likes of Jose was there, Jose would say, right, I want this player. 
go buy him and then they go buy like a you know a penny's version of that player. That was like with um George uh not Gillette and Hicks at Liverpool when Benitez was there. Yeah. Um so Benitez like was asking for all these players and they were like buying players who would you know, increase shirt sales. Yeah. So yeah. That's why that's why that's why we bought Robbie Keane. Like Robbie Keane scored oh, yeah. four goals for yeah. the club. Yeah. But like he, he Rafa didn't want him. Do mm. you know what I mean? It's yeah. he, he wasn't a he wasn't a you know um a Liverpool player, which is gutting for me because I love Robbie Keane. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a bad bad move for him though, to be fair, looking back. Well, look, he, he was he was gonna set up for he was gonna play for his boyhood club at the end of the day, wasn't it? Like I wouldn't turn it down. No, geez, no, not a chance, not at all. Because he could have seen himself, you know, going down as a Liverpool legend if he just got the goals. But obviously, look, you can't yeah. predict that like that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, like that's I think that's been the problem at United. But I I can't agree with that in terms of with with Ole and his reign because he's been backed. You know, there's there's no doubt that he's been backed, and it has been players that he's been after. Like we, he gives a name. I think the only one that they haven't got yet is Sancho, but. That's looking more and more likely to actually get done this summer. Yeah. So I mean, it's, we're going to drop nearly oh, fucking. I think it'll be like eighty-five million on him. Yeah. It, it's between how, Liverpool how can you say and United, backed? isn't it? It's between Liverpool and United to sign Sancho, apparently. Yeah, I haven't seen any like proper concrete rumors that Liverpool are going for him. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I don't see why he would, and he, I doubt he'd move to Liverpool unless one of the other front three got sold. Yeah. Because he's not guaranteed games. Yeah. Whereas at United, he is. So. What do you think United need to do for next season to actually... Well, you haven't finished above City since Ferguson left. So that's nearly... Yeah. That's eight seasons of constantly finishing, you know, uh, below your main rivals. What do you think uh, United need to add? To compete, we need, we need five positions. Five? Well, four, maybe five. Yeah. We need a backup right back because Juan Bissaka played every single game this season. He's a beast. He's actually there's talk he is there's a beast. talks of him going to centre back as well. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. That might be. Um... If he does, like that's that's in, that's incredible. That's just nuts. I mean, that's 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 um, that's what Ollie's been saying all season that he's he's an absolute tank. He's a block, but his attacking is not great. Yeah, he can't attack. It wasn't he a winger initially. Oh, mate, if he was, he must have been a terrible fucking winger because he, he doesn't yeah. know what to do when he gets to like the box. He like yeah. chops and changes and then just passes it back to Matic, like back near the centre back. Yeah, as Jamie as Jamie Carragher said, if you're a right or a left back, you're either a failed winger or a failed centre back. Nobody wants to be a Gary yeah. Neville. <laughs> hey, I don't know about that man. Look at that. Well, they don't want to be a Gary Neville for sure, no. But people want to be Trent Alexander Arnold. That is a shout. Oh, I'll take that. I'll take that. You know what I mean? People do want to be. People want to be fullbacks now. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fullback. Yeah, there you go. Like, there's been cracking ones throughout. Like people like him, Trent, fucking Danny Alves, Marcelo, Andy Robertson, Luke Shaw had a great season this season. Like all these people yeah. are making people want to, be, want to be fullbacks now. Yeah, Roberto Carlos. One of the best free kicks in football history. Oh my god, it was like the anniversary that the other day actually. Yeah, I saw that. saw that. Unbelievable! It's so nice seeing that every year. Yeah. But yeah, I think United need a backup right back. Yeah. Uh Center back to go straight into the team. Who have you got at the moment? You've got Maguire, uh, Maguire, Eric Bailly. Eric Bailly, right? who's a fucking liability anytime he's on the field. Lindelof isn't good enough. And then Phil Jones. How is he still at the club? 
I've no idea. We've torn Zabi as well, but he kind of plays kind of centre back or right back. So I don't know Who? if he's actually going to be a proper Twan Zabi. Oh, he, he, yeah, yeah. he didn't get many games this year, actually. I don't know why. But yeah, that's it. Like I don't, I can't tell you the last time Phil Jones has played a game, and he's still at the club. Yeah, he, he's he's the only player that was managed by Fergie as well, wasn't he? Uh, he could be the only one left. You could be right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, De Gea, De Gea, De Gea. But he, well, he could be gone, and I suppose Pogba was in his initial piece at the club. But yeah, I think we need a right back. He said a right back, a centre back, centre back to go straight into the team. So like a first, like to go in ahead of Lindelof. Yeah. I don't know if we need a right winger. Like it'd be great to have Sancho, but I don't know. I'd like to see Greenwood continue getting game time. I feel like if we yeah. get Sancho, that means Greenwood's time. Is cut in half practically, or even less, because if we're paying, like I said, eighty-five million on him, he's going to start practically every game. He'll have to. Yeah, he'll have to. Yeah. So that means that Greenwood then will have to only get like fucking peanuts out on the wing, or else he'll have to try challenge Cavani for the striker spot. Yeah, but Cavani's only there for one more year. Anyway. Yeah, so that that might be that might be the thinking to kind of let Greenwood play striker this season and learn as much as he can off one of you know the all-time great yeah. strikers. Of the yeah, and that, that goal he scored um, from the halfway line this season oh, was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, Actually, like it should have been called off. That, that was an offside. Yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah, because they, they said Bruno Fernandez got a touch. Yeah, he came out straight after and he said, Oh, I didn't touch it, but the ref told me I did, so I was like, right. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, apparently I touched it. <laughs> yeah, um, and then I think we need a defensive midfielder as well. A defensive mid. So, yeah. what, what, did, what have you said there? You said, um, I Starting centre back, yeah. Starting probably a starting defensive mid, and then a right winger. So that's four positions for sure. If we got that, we challenge. But if we don't have that, we're going to struggle. So, like, what when you say um, a defensive midfielder, who would yes, you bring in? Because you have Fred and uh, is Matic still? I think Matic. Is yeah, Matic is still there. So we play four two three one. So those two in those two positions, kind of, they're kind of centre mid, but we play two centre mids there to act as one Kante. So to act as one defensive mid midfield player, we play Fred and McTominay, who they're not defensive minded enough. They both just kind of like McTominay just bombs forward and he's good at it because he's a centre mid. That's what he does. But we need a defensive midfielder to sit beside him and then clean up. Yeah. Matic does it, but Matic is too old. He's like 35 now. He's not going to be able for it. Yeah. Um, so we need like a young defensive mid, and I know the talk has been Rice, but we're going to pay about eighty million for Rice as well. So we're not going to get him and Sancho and a centre back all in one year. That's I, th- like... I think. I think Declan Rice is good, but if you get him, you won't challenge. It'd be just like getting another liability in the squad. No, but see, my thing is we're well able to attack, but our defence lets us down all the time. So yeah. if we have a stronger centre back, or if we have a stronger block in front of the centre-backs, that's going to shore us up so much more. Yeah. Because, like, our problem is we let in such silly goals on the counter just because our two centre midfielders aren't playing in a defensive mid-spot. They're both trying to get goals as well because that's their thing. They want to attack. And then our two centre-backs are left isolated and we get run over. Yeah. But if that's, to me, if that's a consistent issue, that's not... That, that's a managerial error because that's how the manager wants to play. If you have two centre defensive midfielders bombing up, that means the manager wants that. So to me, like if I if I was a United fan, I'd, I'd be on the same wavelength as you. I'd be like, give him one more year, 
if he doesn't win anything, like even a domestic cup, I'd, I'd get rid of him. Yeah, no, that's my thinking as well. Anything at all will be enough to show that there's progress, but he still has to get anything. You know, he still has to get something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he get, he'll get, he's got you to the final, but he's, he's never come back with any silverware. No, exactly. You know, um, no, nobody remembers second. No, not at all. And like I said, like we should have won, we should have won the Europa. It was right there for us. But um, you know, Emery, Emery just like on paper, you had the better squad. Oh yeah, I'm... and that was that was a mad uh, penalty shootout as well. Oh, that was it was crazy. Great. It was the best penalty shootout I've ever seen, and I'm so annoyed that it was my team because I couldn't enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, I I said as like the fourth or fifth. Do you like when? Yeah, the two teams got like four or five goals each. Yeah, I genuinely said to myself, "This is gonna go down." Like. To, for a second round, do you know what I mean? Like, all it, it's going to come back to the first guy again. And fucking David De Gea got it wrong for me. Fucking <laughs> David De Gea. No, it never should have got to him. Luke Shaw took a terrible penalty that their keeper should have saved. He got his hands to and it like bounced like in between or like just over his hands or something. He should that have happened saved a few times though. Like the their keeper dove the right way and it just went under him for one of them, I think. Oh yeah, but like Luke Shaw, like proper scuffed his shot, and it was just like kind of bobbling towards the keeper, and he still missed it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. But there was some fantastic penalties. I think there were some of the best penalties I've ever seen. Yeah. From lads you won't expect, like what was his name, Francis Coughlin, your man who used to be at Arsenal, <laughs> yeah. stepped up, pinged <laughs> it right into the top corner. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Honestly, it it, it was a it was a really really good um, penalty shootout. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. Let's just let's just talk about um, player of the year, um, Ruben Diaz from Man City. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Do you think there could be other other players that should have got a mention? I think Kane was very deserving of it. Yeah, I agree. I, like I, I get that Spurs won nothing. Okay, yeah, but it's an individual award, and he won the most goals scored and the most assists. So how was he? Yeah, and his team finished seventh. Yeah, that shows how good he is. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like Ruben Diaz. I thought he had a good season. But, I mean, City last year won the Premier League trophy and a League Cup. Yeah. This season, they did the exact same thing. So exact he, didn't actually, he, he didn't actually impact on the squad. No. Like, he was... He, but he was he was extremely solid at the back. And for such a... Like, how, how has he not been... Because he's only, like, 22, 23, isn't he? Yeah, he's very young. I think he's 23, yeah. And he got player of the season, but he didn't get nominated for young player of the season. Yeah, like for that, one young player, yeah. Yeah, but I, 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 I didn't understand that thinking, that's all. I thought there was other players that should have got, um, like like you said, Harry Kane definitely should have got it, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. I think he's a quality player as well. I don't think he'll be at Tottenham next season. Yeah, I have that wrote down as a question for you. Do you think, do you think he's going to move to City? I thought he was going to move to United. I don't think so. I don't think we not. I think our focus is on the like midfielder, and we're not going to or like on. Sancho I don't. I don't think so. Like. I don't think so. I think. I think they're going to focus on getting Kane over Sancho because you don't have anybody up front. You yeah, no. genuinely don't have anyone up front. You have Cavani, but he's on a one-year deal. Yeah. You have Greenwood, who's like when he's on fire, he's unstoppable. But like he's so inconsistent it, as a whole in a season. Yeah, if you have Harry Kane who managed to get twenty two go or twenty odd goals and you know win the assists as well, I'm not sure how many assists he got, mm. 
and his team still finished seventh. Yeah. Could you imagine him in a team that finished second? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I think it does seem like I think he wants to stay in England, and I think the only people with the money for him are United and City. So, yeah. Well, and Chelsea. I don't think he'll go. I don't, to think, I don't think he'll go to Chelsea either. No, but um, there's been like kind of I don't not concrete rumors, but there's been some some form of rumors one way or another. Strong enough rumors that Liverpool are really interested in Kane. Apparently, according to I think it's the Athletic that put it up saying um, Liverpool have the money for Kane. Yeah, there's like inquiries going on about it, but I mean, I I think it is time for like of Bobby Firmino to go. He's had two two and a half rocky seasons. Yeah, like as like and the people say that oh he's a false nine. That's not his role. It's Mane and Salah's job to score goals, which it is. That yeah. is so true yeah, for sure. But if you, if we want to start, if we want to compete again, we need to get Harry Kane because Harry Kane. Well, we don't need to get him, but Harry Kane will be a good addition to the club because he can do both. Yeah, he can. He, he can play as a false nine, but he can also score goals. Like you know, that's true. But I feel like this season, especially, I know it's kind of hard to base it off this season. But Mane looked like he didn't want to be at that club anymore. I have, I have to dis- I have to disagree. He was so temperamental all season until the last month where he really kicked on. But I think earlier in the season he just looked unhappy. Obviously, you know, it's hard to be happy when you're losing games when you're not used to it, of course. Mm. But he just like looked like just upset on the field and I feel like he wasn't playing well with Salah either. I feel like Salah was kind of carrying it all. Yeah. I think there's like this weird like kind of competition. Well, it's I get it. There's competition between them because they both want to be the best. But I feel like when Salah's getting all the plaudits, you can see that Mane just gets like frustrated by it. I guess. Yeah, I mean, as in, to me, if I if I had a choice between, and it's very um, controversial. It's 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 just I know you're keeping Mane over Salah. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Oh. Would. Very interesting. I think um, the the way I the way I see Salah is he gets loads of goals. That's true. You need that, and that's how you win matches. How you win the league. Yeah. But how many shots did he he take instead of passing the ball? How many times did he try and cut back in in the box and get tackled? How many times did he, you know he could have just done a sweaty pass and we could have been up like two nil or whatever and then we end up drawing the game one one yeah or we we were down one nil we needed to win he goes for the shot and we're down well like and it, it, he's the keeper says it or goes wide yeah 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 but with Mane see again Mane is the opposite Mane would rather pass the ball than shoot which are kind of like Do you think but, so yeah, when, when you see think, when you see I think it, he's sometimes not that kind either. I think I think he's more about getting the goals himself as well. Yeah, well, obviously you have to be because you're a forward, but he's more inclined to pass. Like so, like, oh, okay, like, just not as selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you see, um, sometimes when you see Mane running to the box, he'll be like, "Do I pass? Do I shoot? Ah, I'll shoot! I'll shoot!" But Mane, <laughs> like, but Salah's the same. But he's very much like he'll run, 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 and he's like, right, I'm gonna go for a goal. I'm gonna go for a goal, and then all of a sudden the opportunity goes, like to shoot or to pass, and then he'll try and worm his way out of it, and he's like, oh, I should have passed then. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get Do you. you. Know, or I should, I should have shot at this point then. 
Well, either way, selling them isn't going to help with the Kane move because then what do you do? Put Firmino out on the wing and... Oh, no, don't, no. I, no if, it, if it was up to me out of the three of them, I'd sell Bobby. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Has to no be, No doubt. Yeah. But yeah. I think if you um, got Kane, Jesus, I think you'd win it all again like, next year. I think you'd do... Yeah. You'd, yeah. I'd well, say you'd at least there's... do a treble, like... Yeah, no, apparently um, Mbappe... No, um... Mbappe is not going to Liverpool. Well, that there, now that one is concrete rumours. No, not happening. They're, um, they're, they're going to charge you 200 million. They'll live at 165. You're not paying 165, not a chance. I mean, I don't see why. If you sell one of them, I mean, if you think about it, it's like even though we've got rid of Wijnaldum on a free, that that's so much off of our wage budget. We're going to get rid of, I think, the um, Big Shack is gone. I think he's gone to Fenerbahce or something like that. Okay. Um, so that's another bit off of our wage budget and like, you know, it's 15 million, whatever. Yeah. But this is all like wage budget that's getting, like getting, you know, lifted off us. And I think Mbappe would suit Klopp's style. He's young. He He's seen him. He said himself, he said, he said himself that he can see himself playing for Liverpool. The Liverpool owner, um, what's his name? Uh, well, FSG yeah. has had meetings with him. Klopp's constantly on the phone with his family. Um, so it's, Do you think it's he'd one... work with Klopp's style, though? I feel like he's far, oh, yeah. too, he's far too individualistic. Like, all he wants to do is score goals. Like, he's not going to help the team, I don't think. I think that... I th- yeah, he won't help the team, but he'll win us a league. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, I get that. Okay, but see, yeah. say you bring him in then, right? Yeah. And he's not working for the team. Salah's not going to accept that. Yeah. Salah's not going to do extra work for him, and neither is Mane. So then you have three boys up front who aren't happy. You know what I mean? So that takes so much away from Klopp's style of everything's for the team. Sprint, 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 press. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd understand that if it was somebody like... Who could I say? Somebody who's coming, who's like a, a very, very good player. I'd understand mm. that. But Mbappe is so young. He's 20, 22, I think. But he's already yeah. a world-class player. He's already a World Cup winner. And I, and I think that is... Um, we can't forget that. I think that he, he still has so much to learn. And yeah. Klopp could be the manager to bring him forward. I don't think now that Real Madrid have got rid of Zidane, I don't think he would want to go and play under Ancelotti. Yeah, fair point. I don't think he'd want. I to I, I, I don't think he'll leave this summer. I think he will. Really? Yeah, I think he will. Because um, otherwise, like if he doesn't leave this summer, next summer he'll leave on a free. Yeah, because he might do that. Yeah, but that means PSG ain't going to get any money from him. Yeah, but that's that's not his problem. He'll play for an extra year. Yeah, that so... means he just goes and he's like all the choices in the world, and he doesn't have to yeah. worry about who'll pay for him. So that that could be that could be how he goes to Liverpool for sure. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd like to see that. I, I genuinely would love to see that happen. Of course, like like it'd be shit. It'd be shit being a rival of Liverpool seeing that. But imagine getting to see Mbappe every week in the Premier that League. That was like that was like amazing. when everybody was like Messi's going to City. I was like, no fucking <laughs> way. I d- I I, no, couldn't, I couldn't see that happening. But I was like nah. at the same time, imagine seeing Messi playing against you know West Brom. <laughs> Messi against Big Sam would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. Messi against Big would have Sam. Been fucking funny. Imagine Messi, imagine Big Sam with Messi. 
he's actually he actually quit football, hasn't he, Big Sam, to become a professional uh, professional um, poker player? Yeah, that, that he finally got relegated and he just couldn't hack it. So young player of the year um, was Phil Forden. Yeah, I I think that was well deserved. I, yeah, I, think, I agree. I th- I think that was the right choice for that. The only other players that were really in contention for that was Mason Mount and Jack Grealish. Is was Jack Grealish up for it? Oh, man, I don't know how how old they do young player at this stage. Is it is it twenty three? Yeah. No, Grealish is surely older than twenty three. Yeah, I don't know. It, Grealish not, feels like Jesse Lingard. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It just feels so much younger than what he is. Except Grealish actually still is young enough, I think. Yeah. Like, he's not, but, like, um, going 30. Um, yeah, no, no, no Phil yeah. Foden, I feel like after that, who would there have been? Uh, Mason Greenwood had a decent season, but he wasn't consistent yeah. enough. Um, M- Mason Mount with... was just extraordinary, I think. I Mason Mount was, was great. Very, very Mason Mount was great. He's a great player, man. Yeah, I, I I completely agree with that. Like, he only got, what, like, six goals and five assists this season, but, like, how many times did he link up play? Oh yeah, that's it exactly. Like he does so much more than just like, like Dan getting the goals and the assists. He does so much for the team. He's so so good. Yeah, and like with Saka as well. Yeah, I I honestly don't understand how they were in the same. I don't know how Saka is in that um, Euro squad ahead of like James Ward-Prowse. My the only thing and I could come up with is that he's got to be there as a kind of a left back option, like a left wing back option. Yeah. I, That's the only I, I thing I could think. Have no idea. No, I have no idea either. And like, mate, I don't know if this is controversial or not. How the fuck is Sterling in that squad? Oh, I don't rate Sterling at all. Who got who got left out because of him? So Jesse Lingard got left. Jesse out. Jesse Lingard, uh, one of the keepers, Ramsdale, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, but no. Like, who was the main ones that got the, the ones that I, the ones that I was shocked at was Jesse Lingard and Ward Prowse, Godfrey. Mason Greenwood pulled out with injury and then Ramsdale. I think that was the five. He needed to drop five, wasn't it? And that Ben Ben White, was it? That other lad? That, um, oh, lad okay. That, maybe it was seven. Point. Yeah, Ben White. And then there was someone else then, I think. Uh, it was supposed to be Trent Alexander-Arnold as well, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's injured now. He's injured for 46 wonder, weeks with a quad tear. Who do you think they'll replace him with? Lingard could get back in there. I think, I think it would be fair for Lingard to get back in. I think, um, I think Lingard would be a very good addition to that squad they already have like three right backs anyway with Trippier Reese, James and Kyle Walker I honestly don't understand why uh, Gareth Southgate picked four wing back or four right backs and in an interview Gareth Southgate turned around and said that he'd, he would have chose five or six right backs if he could and I'm like I right first of all you wouldn't because that makes no fucking sense Gareth uh, no sense and number yeah, and number and number two. Why would you say that? This is just to prove a point to like kind of laugh it off because it's really not that funny. You, you've just thrown away two very good players in Jesse Lingard and uh, James Ward-Prowse. James Ward-Prowse is a fucking engine. He's yeah. so good, and his set pieces are like David Beckham. I have no idea how he didn't make it. Yeah, you hear that story of um, what do you call it, David Beckham? the 93rd or 4th minute against Greece to get into the World Cup qualifiers, or to get into the World Cup, and he hits that free kick, top bins. Yeah. And and then it's got to be the same situation for England. They've got to be stranded in probably, at like, like I've got them down. We'll, we'll talk about our um, predictions later on, but I've got them down to get into the knockout stages at least. 
but I know yeah, yeah. they won't get any far. Uh, they won't get any further than what I've got them down as is because they don't have any depth in squad in regards to like like extremely good set piece takers. Like somebody who could whip a ball in um, from a corner, somebody who could do a short free kick, somebody who could even drop a ball in from a long free kick all in one player. And be yeah, so not, not even thinking about set pieces. They only brought five midfielders, like actual midfielders, and one of them is yeah. Henderson, who's kind of half injured. He, he, they don't even know if he'll be fit. Yeah, and that—that's the What's thing. That—that's that, that, been the thing with England teams for so long. They'd rather go with players and um, that they know are good rather than actual fit players. But John H- Henderson's yeah. back training now. Oh, okay. Um, he, he, he had a groin problem and he felt a little bit of discomfort. That's why he didn't play against, was it Austria? Oh, okay. Right, okay. He just felt a little bit uncomfortable from it. But he's had a bit of a dodgy season, Henderson, as well. I know he's my captain and stuff, but with injuries, he's been he's been a bit dodgy. But I'd still have him in an England squad. I, I think I think he's um, I think he's a well, well-rounded midfielder. I, th- I think he's very. No, I, I'd have him there as well. I'd have him there as well for sure. I'm going to bring it back to the Premier League because we've a bit like I just have a couple more things to talk about, and then we'll pull back to the Euros again. Oh yeah, okay, hit me. So obviously, you lost Van Dyke this year through the injury. Mm-hmm. Do you think when he's back fully fit next year that you will challenge, or do you th- do you think that you need a couple transfers before you can challenge City again? Definitely think we need another chance, few transfers because. Our team are now, yeah, they're, they're getting that. They're still in their primes, but they're coming to the end of their primes. I mean, like, you have Bobby Firmino, who's coming up 30. Our front, All of our front three are coming up 30. Van Dijk is hitting 30. A lot of our squad are coming up, you know, to... They'll be moving on because they won't be... They won't be able to challenge for the Premier League as, you know... A younger player would, so yeah. I think we we definitely need we we've got a new centre back, so I'm not going to say that, but we need a a new midfielder, someone to replace Genie, um, someone to replace Wijnaldum. We need a new out and out goal scorer as well up front. There would be my two main ones. You think you just need one midfielder? Yeah, I mean, I think. What one young fresh midfielder? Because I think the likes of um, Fabinho, Henderson, I think it's I think they're just different breeds. They're they're like absolute dog runners. They're like James Milner. They, they'll genuinely just um, just keep running and running and yeah. running. And they I was going to say I think you need at least two centre mids this summer because centre mids. two two no, centre mids because Fabinho is going to be a mainstay in the defensive mid. That's perfect. That's fine. Henderson yeah. is very injury prone, especially recently the past couple of years. Milner yeah. is getting on, obviously. He's still got, he has another good season in him, I'd say, but he's not going to be a starter. Keita isn't good enough. Oxley Chamberlain isn't good enough. Keita's going. Keita's going, right? So you need to replace him. Yeah. Ox hasn't been himself since the injury, and like obviously it was such a nasty injury, but I don't think he's going to get back. Yeah. Curtis Jones, I don't think, is good enough to be a starter. He's going to be a, a bench player. So I think he's needed. Um, yeah, I'd say two, maybe one to start and one, yeah. like one young well, one to start and then someone on the bench. There's rumours of us getting Tielemans, which I think, if I wasn't a Liverpool fan, that's a very scary transfer. Yeah, I, I think he's just like that goal he scored in the FA Cup final. Whoa, that that was that was crazy. That was next level strike. 
I'd be I'd be gutted to see him leave Leicester. Nah, I'd love him. <laughs> if he's coming if he's coming to us, I'd I'd be happy. But as someone who's not a Liverpool fan, I'd be gutted to see him leave Leicester because it seems like the project they're building there seems to really be picking up steam, and I think he's a big part of that. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think I think if we're talking in terms of Liverpool, I think yeah. Tielemans needs to come. I think our defense it once it once Van Dyke comes back and he gets fit, you have Umpich, uh what's his name Konate, Van Dyke, Gomez if he stays fit, mm. uh, and then you have Nat Phillips as well in them positions. And they're I'm not sure I don't know much about Konate, uh, but they are three solid players for sure. One thing I'd like to see is a right back to challenge Trent. I I do you know what? There you go. Do you know what? I think I've just come up with it. Put Trent in the midfield this season. Start Put Trent in midfield, midfield next season. season. Yeah. This yeah, this season coming and then get uh, a right back. I've I've had this feeling for the last like last season and the season before that I think Trent isn't a right back. I think Trent should be in the middle. Yeah, so when he was going through the academy, he was a midfield player. He was he was a he was a centre mid, and the only way to get into the first team was to be, to change his style of play to a right back. Mm. So we know we know he can play midfield. His delivery is amazing. Yeah, the you can tell that he's a centre mid because as a right back, his his defensive qualities are just not not great he has no defensive awareness at all I've been saying this for so long and I get absolutely blasted for it for slagging off the best right back in world football and he's not he's a fantastic footballer he he was he I I would have said he was the best right back in world football the year we won the Champions League yeah he he was he was the best right back in the world he he, he was even up there last season the season Hmm. before we just had but I think I think with we, we could push him into the midfield Get rid of some dead wood in that squad, man. I'd I'd be getting rid of Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, but yeah. uh, Klopp has said that he, he's in the plans for the future. But get, I I'd be getting rid of him. I'd be getting rid of. If I still see Origi lining up on your subs bench next year, he's I... he's, he's going next year. Oh my god, he's how is he there? He's just living off one or two goals that just came in good times. Ah, he's a cool he's... hero. That's it. Hero. That's that's what I mean. He's just living off that, but he's not a good footballer. He's think, so bad. I, I think he's well. He's he's lazy. He, he doesn't like when when you see like Bobby Firmino chasing down play and um, putting challenges in. Like he doesn't do that. No, um, no, but Firmino scores Arigi. goals the odd time at least. Origi's living off the goal he scored against Everton to beat them one nil a couple of seasons back. He it was like a scrappy that. header. That Pickford should have saved, but Pickford's useless, so he didn't. And obviously the goal against Barca. He's living off of those goals. Well, and then you got the goal that put, that won us the Champions League. So, like, if, if if you think about it this way, if if it wasn't for him, we would never have won the Champions League and we would have <laughs> never... You know, if you think of it, though... Yeah, I suppose. I just, I don't know how he's survived there for so long. It's wild. I I think he's a good player, but he's just not a he's not a clock player. He, he's he's yeah. um he he'd be an Arsenal player. If you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Arsenal man. He, he would it's fit so in bad. at Arsenal. Yeah, yeah he'd That's fit so in true. at Arsenal. But I think um get rid of some some more deadwood. I think Curtis Jones needs to go out on loan as well. Yeah. If he wants if he wants to improve, he needs some actual proper league game time. 
Yeah. This is the main reason why I don't think you're getting Mbappe because you need too much other players to fill the ranks. Yeah. You know, you can't just drop all but, your transfer budget on Mbappe and then just have like two players sitting I mean, on the bench. Some of the some of the transfer rumours I've heard are pretty ridiculous. Like Aaron Ramsey for fourteen million, and then we've got Griezmann for forty million. Um, we're apparently we're getting someone from Salzburg. Some is it Daka or Daku? I'm not sure. The striker. I haven't heard that one. He, he's been dubbed the Mbappe backup. So. Oh my god. I hate and the transfer window like, because there's just so many dumb rumors that just don't make sense. Yeah. But like there's there's talks like uh do you know Fabrizio what's his face? Yeah, he's great. Fabrizio Romano. Yeah, he said that Daka or whatever he, he's a Liverpool player is pretty much a done thing. And he's a striker, is he? Yeah, he's up front. Okay. But if you think about it, we still have a few players to come back from like Taki Minamino, he still has to come back from from loan with Southampton. He's done really, really good this year. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't he, do he good, don't, he don't but he, he got game player. time. Yeah, he don't even be a bench yeah, he, player. He got Premier League game time. Yeah. Um, I, I'd like to see what he's like in pre-season and um, coming into the early stages of next season. Yeah, fair. Um, then we've got Harvey Elliott. I know he's 16, 17. Mm-hmm. But... It might be just a bit too early for him. Would you not rather see him playing like games in the championship and actually getting game time than sitting on the bench and maybe getting five yeah. minutes at the end of games for you, you know? But, yeah, that winds me up though because I think he's good enough to be playing in games. Like I think he could challenge, like for FA Cup games, obviously, and League yeah. Cup games, and I think he could challenge for even lower league Premier League games. Um, That's a know, lot of games to not be playing Salah though. Yeah, but like when when you think of it as you you don't want to be playing Salah against fucking. Solly Hull in the FA Cup, do you know what I mean? No, 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 yeah, be... no, I have no problem dropping Salah for like cup games and shit, but like Salah league wants games. to play every league game, even if it's against like you know, this season against Sheffield United, who are bottom with like well, 10 points. Do you like ne- next season you've got um West Ham or uh, not what we got Watford, Brentford, and who's the other one coming up? Uh, Norwich. Norwich. When you've got the teams like that coming up, like them six games. I'd be like, give them to Harvey Elliott. Give mm. them. Let, let him have a run out. Let's see what he can do against actual... Because the Championship is a very physical league. It, it, yeah. No matter how you phrase it, it is one of the best leagues in Europe. It's the Championship. It's one step away from the Premier League. So yeah. if you're in that league, you're challenging for promotion. You're not in a. You're not going to want to be in a club that's just, I'll go mid-table in the Championship. Yeah, that's you true. You want to be that's every true. single team in that league is hunting for promotion to the Premier League. So yeah. to be in a, such a physical league like that, that's basically the Sunday league of professional football. <laughs> everything It is. Everything is so scrappy, so physical. Challenges are flying in. There's no VAR. So it's it's like proper football. Yeah. And I think um, Harvey Elliott learnt a lot this season. I think he, he could definitely come into the squad and, you know, challenge for them lower league Premier League games for sure yeah yeah that'd be interesting not, to see it'd be cool to no see no Champions League games from though fuck that no 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 you mentioned it there VAR keep it or scrap it scrap it get it gone I fucking hate it it's ruined the game did you see that survey yeah yeah I it's something like 40% of people said they won't watch the next season if there's a VAR involved or some yeah, shit they, they, they won't attend the live games I don't, I don't, like, I don't think that's fuck, true I don't think that's yeah, true. Yeah, I'm like 40% no. 
what do, will not go to the games. I like. I'm not sure what way you think, but I'm a hundred percent. Like, if I if I was a season ticket holder and I knew VAR was going in next season, I'd I'd fucking put it down in a shredder. No, you wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? No, you wouldn't. Uh, of course, I I know for I like. Could you imagine not being able to celebrate a goal because you might think it's offside or handball in you know six or seven pass play up? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It just completely kills football. Okay, right. My my thinking is in it should stay because it does improve accuracy. There just needs to be better rules. The, the rules no. are all over the place. The main one is offside. How is there not a rule for us? Like, how are you getting ruled out from, like, a millimetre of your armpit being offside? That's bullshit. And you can't even score with your armpit. No. It's ha- that's handball. If you, if you go score with... No, is that handball? No, I think they changed yeah. the handball to hand underneath your shirt sleeve, isn't it? Okay. I think they've changed handball again. They've changed handball again, actually. They've brought in new rules for the Euros to try and make it more, like... I don't know, consistent, I guess. But my problem no, with handball I... isn't that bad because I feel like they fixed it. At the start of the season, any time the ball touched your hand, it was either a penalty or a free out. It didn't matter. But they changed that yeah. to then have more common sense. So like if you're like literally two yards away from me and you smash a ball at me and it hits my arm, they're not going to give it a penalty against me because how am I meant to get out of the way? Unless my hands are like, you know, literally up to block you or some shit. Yeah. No, I, I, I genuinely have. I understand where you're coming from, but I would, I would happily see VAR put in a bin. I, I don't like it. I think it's, re- it doesn't even work. It genuinely doesn't even work. Like you, we said it earlier on. Bruno Fernandez turned around and said, "I didn't even touch that ball." Yeah. And it, back in, what, where's it? Park? What park is it? Um, the where the Stockley? Begins with, I think it's Stockley Park. Um, but they were, they reviewed it. And they analysed it. They zoomed in on his foot, and they couldn't see that the ball didn't touch him. Have the you player ever, have came you ever up watched a La Liga game though? La Liga. They have camera angles from every yeah, like a three sixty camera angle. How is that not on the yeah. Premier League? How does it look like the cameras used are know. like from like two thousand and ten? Like there's there's they're so blurry <laughs> and pixelated. Why are they like? Yeah. I, I I like the idea of VAR because it's the same as goal line technology. Technology can make it better. It can make it more accurate. Well, not if you're not using the technology correctly or if or if the rules that go along with the technology just don't make sense or don't work with it. Yeah. Go- goal line technology, I don't really mind necessarily because it's something that's on the watch. If it crosses over the line, the watch beeps or like the, the alarm beeps on like the rest phone and it's an instant decision. Hmm. With VAR, it takes so long for the decision to come through and for it to actually... For, for the fans in the stadiums and for the fans at home to not know yeah. what's going on and you can't understand the referees thinking of it it's it makes no it, i genu- i just want to see it go no i think a lot of people in football a lot of the pundits want to see it go for that reason because it's not enjoyable football's not enjoyable anymore yeah it's not it's not a game anymore it's a sport and i know that sounds so silly i know that like when you say it out loud it makes no sense mm. but it's not about the fans anymore it's yeah, about yeah. Like making it fair, but football isn't fair. Football is if it, it's it's the best team wins, not the best team won because of technology. Like, could you imagine absolutely dominating a game, and you know their their them t- their team score because of a dodgy dive penalty that that like it was just like a clip on the foot. It wasn't given, 
but it comes in var oh it was a it was a penalty yeah it, 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 he touched them there was there was minimal contact yeah but Me, the reason that penalty wasn't given then in the first place was because of human error so the technology is coming in to make up for the ref making a mistake so that's not to do with look that's just the ref making a mistake what what I was going on to say was if it was me, if it was like minimal contact on the toe and he genuinely just dove, I'd be like, because diving is a thing for me as well. I'd be like, the VAR would turn around and say, that's not a penalty. It's a yellow card for diving. Yeah. Because you see like, the t- you see players already falling as the contact comes in and VAR is like, oh, that's a penalty. There's contact. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 kind of weirdly subjective, I suppose, isn't it? It's kind of like, oh, yeah, I think that is, I think that's not. But I suppose yeah. that's always going to be there. But as well, like, I think what VAR has done is it's kind of shown how not VAR is not, like, VAR is a problem because, like I was saying, the offsides could be made so much faster if they had some decent cameras that they could actually see where the line is. Like, like all the cameras the user are at, they're at angles and they're incredibly pixelated. So they're drawing lines at a different angle than the screen is. Like, it's not dead level with the players, mm-hmm. but whatever about that. But I think if refs were mic'd, we'd see how poor like the refs are. Yeah, the refs are terrible. And they're the big problem because it's like that. They're, they can't make a subjective decision because they're too worried about how their how their reaction is going to be from the managers or how the press are going to say something about them. Whereas if they were mic'd, we'd be able yeah. to see their thought process, see what they're thinking and hear their explanation for why yeah. it's a penalty. I think that'd be a big a big help. And I think it adds something as well when you can hear like the the refs uh, thought. It makes you feel involved when, whenever you watch. Yeah, whenever you watch the Six Nations, and you can hear you know the ref saying, you know, what's the offside? What's the offside? Yeah. You know, like oh that's and then like there's there's you know, um, yeah, a, a sin bin, a yellow card has been shown for a sin yeah. bin, and you can hear the TMO and the ref like communicating about the decision that they're exactly. going to make. It may, you, then you can turn around and go, oh okay, that's fine. That's that's VAR done correctly. Exactly, because the then, like, then, then you're seeing if, like you're saying, if a player goes down a bit too easy, but the ref can explain, okay, yes, he does go down easy, but you can see from the defender that the defender is coming with too much aggression and he's just trying to avoid. You know, you could they could they could try explain where their thinking is instead of just being like, here's my decision. Everyone be like, how do you get to that? What shouting, screaming? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I to- I totally agree with that. I think every I think every club as well needs to have some sort of um some form of um board or a big screen so that yeah. the fans as well know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. What what team surprised you this season? God, it's hard not to say West Ham, isn't it? They were I've got I've got West Ham down. West Ham are so they they weren't even like they weren't just good, but they were so fun to watch. They weren't just getting results yeah. by scrapping, by scraping by. They were so fun to watch. Yeah, Jesse Lingard. Yeah, when like they got in Jesse he, Lingard, especially. Yeah, if he if he was that good season in and out, I I think what that season showed for Jesse Lingard is that he needs to leave United. Yeah, no, hundred percent because he's not, he he plays like kind of off the left wing, kind of like in that Jack Grealish kind of style. But he's not getting in ahead of Rashford. Like Rashford's a cult yeah. hero. Like. Yeah, 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 but I, I love Rashford, man. Oh man, Rashford! Like, there's like, how can anyone hate Rashford? So why would you want him out the team? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, exactly. He literally saved the children. Literally. Oh, do, do you ever watch their memes? It's like um, we, it was on like Come Fly with Me. Do you remember that show? And it was like um, the the the, the air host, and he was like in, in the um, in the ambulance, and he was like, "I need to save the children." 
I need to save the children. And it was just like Marcus Rashford. <laughs> <laughs> so true, man. He's a, he's a he's an absolute legend for yeah. all that he's doing. But, um, so yeah. we've got West Ham as the team that surprised you. Leeds. Is there a team that shocked you? Well, how poor they were? Yeah. Wolves were very bad this season. But I've, obviously... got, I've got Sheffield. Yeah, Sheffield, yeah, they were a big shock. I feel like bad for Wolves because obviously they lost Diego Jota, who was a massive player for them, and then they lost um, Jimenez with a very bad head injury. So... You kind of feel for a skull fracture. Skull fracture, yeah. They're, they think he's going to be back next season, which would be absolutely great to see. Was he playing towards the, or he was training? He was training the towards the season. end. Yeah, I think he's going to have to wear like a skull cap, kind of like how Peter Cech did. Yeah, yeah, for the rest of his career. But if it means he's back, yeah, for the there's pitch. always one player in the league who has to wear a skull cap. Yeah, there's exactly. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I felt bad for Brighton as well. I think Brighton were really good this season, but they just didn't have a good enough striker to score the goals. They were relying on Danny yeah. Welbeck, like. So that's why they finished yeah, so low. Yeah, Danny Welbeck. Yeah. Is there a player that surprised you this season? A, pl- a player that you think was um, was ex- was good, or that's somebody that you didn't expect to be as good? Two West Ham players, and well, Thomas Suchek for sure. Yeah. Jesse Lingard. He's a nutcase. He's a nutcase. He is. Yeah. Jesse yeah. Lingard was unreal. Ed yeah. G- Gundogan did not get enough praise this season. Yeah. He You're saved Man City. Yeah, for that, like, from, like, late December until, like, February, when no one else was kind of on it, he was getting, like, two two goals a game. He was unbelievable. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to disagree with you on Jesse Lingard, though. Um, you don't think he was a shock? Moving to West Ham and just absolutely firing them into a Europa yeah. League spot? No, I 100% agree with what you're saying there, but we're talking about the season. Oh, right. Sorry. Okay, okay. Um, we're talking about the season, so... Okay, apologies. Luke Shaw... Unbelievable yeah. at left back all season. I, th- I think Robertson at left back as well, considering like even though Liverpool had like such a terrible season, like in that in them January to you know late March, I yeah. think Robertson was the only one who was trying so hard for the squad, whipping balls in constantly. Maybe nobody got onto the end of them. Yeah. Um, but he was he was grafting every yeah. single game. But one player that consistently stood out to me week in, week out was Patrick Bamford. I mean he, he was got very good. For Leeds, he got 17 goals and seven assists this season. Yeah, he was on like, That is crazy for for like a Leeds team. Yeah, Emiliano Martinez at yes. Aston Villa. He was unbelievable in Nets. Arsenal are the silliest. Whoever's in charge of transfers at Arsenal must be a Spurs fan or something. <laughs> because, I mean, he brings in Willian on a three-year contract, I think it was, for what, like 200k a week? And he sells yeah. off Martinez, who went on to be probably the second best keeper in the league after Ederson this season. Like, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think Arsenal are just so, so poor. Man, what do you say about so, so What do you say about Arsenal? I don't even want to talk about it. They don't even deserve to be on my lips. That's no, they don't. I, I don't Is... think I'm at and roll about Arsenal here. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Is there a player that shocked you? Is there a player that you thought... Um, that you th- you thought was just really really poor. Timo Werner. Mm, he shocked me. He still me. got like ten goals, didn't he? He still got ten no, goals this season. No, over the season in all competitions. But did high- he come in January? Their highest score. No, he came in. He was he's been here all season. I see. Yeah, all season. His the, oh, Chelsea's oh. highest score in the Premier League, I think, was Jorginho with seven penalties. <laughs> That's tragic. <laughs> 
But like the thing that shocked me about Warner is he'd get into the position every single time and then he forgot how to kick a football. Yeah. It was wild. Like, he yeah, shocked me so like, much. Some of the pictures where he's not even looking at the camera and he's like, Timo Warner's even missing the camera. Oh yeah, sure. Even after the, the final, he went to point to the badge and he missed the badge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so like, it's wild. And they're thinking about getting rid of him and replacing him with like Lukaku or someone like that now. Lukaku, yeah. Anyone, anyone for you that really kind of shocked you, stood out? Thiago. You thought he was that good? That he shocked no, you? No, I. No, I thought he was that poor. Oh yeah, sorry. I was going to say. I was going to say. I completely disagree. Yeah, no, he was. He was very poor. He was very poor. Yeah, one goal, no assist this season. Yeah. We bought him for twenty-seven million, and he's on two k a week or two hundred and ten k a week. Oof, that's a lot. Of money. Like that. That for for that and like some of the same. Um, you know, people in in his position. You've got, um, you know, Jack Grealish cost Ar- cost Aston Villa nothing because he came through the academy. Yeah, he's on a hundred and twenty k a week, and he got six goals, ten assists. Um, and he was only got for like half the season as well. Mount. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, Thiago. Yeah, no, no. Um, Grealish yeah. was out injured half the Jack, season. Jack Grealish. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I, yeah, actually, Thiago was injured as well, but I can't see him, you know, d- doing anything in them games that yeah. he was out for. Yeah. And you've got De Bruyne, um, who cost 55 million. He's on 385k a week, granted. Yeah. But six goals, 12 assists. I mean, when you think of it like that, De Bruyne doesn't, shouldn't earn that much, but he is, he is a quality player. Yeah. He, he's the best, best midfielder in the league. Um, yeah. Closely followed by Bruno Fernandes, to yeah. be fair. Like yeah. we, we've talked about earlier, his price tag got every penny for him. Yeah. He has 30 goals like as a contribution with 18 goals and like 12 assists. Phenomenal. And I, I think Thiago, for the money that he cost, the wage that he's on, the reputation he had coming to the club. He was a Champions League winner, Bundesliga winner. I think he didn't he even win like the, uh, the Dutch Pokal or Pokal or something. Yeah, like whatever, yeah whatever it's called, yeah. And I think, I think he just he was the biggest flop of the season when you take all them into account. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Even T, even Timo Werner done yeah. better than him if you if you're talking statistically. Yeah, that's true. He did. Yeah, he did. His Thiago's job was to come in and you know a few passes to open up the defense, split the goals. But he did. Maybe he joined in on link up play. Uh, but I genuinely just can't see him. I can't, no. I can't. I can't see him being at the at the club much longer if, if he plays like that next season. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll give him next season if he plays the exact same as this season. He probably won't even be a starter anymore. Yeah, yeah, and he's not even lacking game time. When when he was fit, he was playing. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna switch it over and get your Euros predictions. Yes. Okay. Real. Who do you think's winning? Uh, France. Okay. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Who's in the final with them? This was a shout. I've put England. England, okay. I, I've, I've. Um, well, we'll come back to that. But we'll, we'll just, we'll just, we'll, we kind of work forward for for the start. Let Let's just not go too far ahead. Um, first of all, um, the Euros this year is held in eleven different cities. <laughs> you know yeah, it's all in England, isn't it? No, it's eleven different cities, right? It's starting in. No, there's like games happening in Dublin, Munich, Baku. Don't know where Baku is. Um, Bilbao and Saint Petersburg. There's also games going on in Copenhagen, Amsterdam, 
do these boys realize there's a pandemic going on? <laughs> like, do, are you yeah. for real? How yeah. are they going to travel so much? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's not fucking sure wild. That doesn't the make fi- sense. The at finals all. held at Wembley, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The group that I I think could provide the best action out of it is Group D and Group F. Yeah. Um, group D have Croatia, Czech, uh, Czech Republic, England, and Scotland. Mm. With the reason why I think that is because like England obviously want revenge for Czech Republic knocking them out in the semi-finals. Croatia. In, yeah, Croatia. Sorry, in um in the World Cup. Yeah, I think I think that'll be a cracking game, um, and then you have got England Scotland. That's just, uh, that's just gonna be wild. That will be wild. And I think for them two games alone, that group could be definitely something to watch. Like England will have to win every single game in that yeah. group. And then you have got Group F, which is France, Germany, Hungary, and Portugal. Yeah. Um, out of them clubs, out of them clubs, out of them countries. That three of them are going to go through. You're going to have the best third winner in that group for sure. Hungary must be yeah. looking at that. Hungary must be looking at that group and just like, well, we're <laughs> going to be here for the crack. Um, yeah, we're just here for the banter. Yeah, we're, we're just we're going to be playing against you like Mbappe, Ronaldo, Rudiger. I mean, I can't say you can't put Rudiger in the same sentence as Mbappe. And yeah, Ronaldo, <laughs> <can> you? <laughs> that one does not. No. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so, yeah. So quite like um, Muller, I suppose. Then, if you want, if you want to put them in the same yeah. category as that, teams to watch for me are England and Belgium. Okay. Who, have you got any other um, teams to add for that? I think Portugal could be a dark horse. Well, they they're the holders, aren't they? They won it last time. Yeah. But I don't think they're expected to win it this time. It's got to be France expected to win it. England yeah. have a good shout. Belgium. But. Yeah. How how it worked out for me is based on we 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 both did a a predictor kind of like a little game kind of thing. So how yeah. it works for me is England and Portugal are meeting in round of sixteen. Yeah, and I think I this is a weird shout now. It's probably you're going to think it's the United fan in me, but I think if Harry Maguire isn't on that England team, England are getting knocked out there. Yeah, and if he is there, I think England are getting to a final. I don't know. I've I got, think it all relies on Harry Maguire at the moment. Who, who did you say? Uh, Sp- who England and who? England and Portugal, and then England yeah. plays Spain in the quarters, and then Germany in the semis, and then France in the final. England won't get that far because of how Southgate manages Southgate's um, ideas of like how the team should play. He, even though he got us to the semi-finals in the World Cup, we yeah. had such an easy run in that in that World Cup. The he toughest did, yeah, game we had did. was against Colombia. Yeah. That was that was the toughest game we had. For me, the semi-finals are going to be Belgium, France, Portugal, and Switzerland. Like I said, don't know how Switzerland got there. I butchered Switzerland it. are beating Ger- I have Germany and Switzerland in the quarters. Uh, so I got Germany beaten. I've got Belgium and Germany meeting in um, round oh, okay. of uh, round of sixteen. All right, um, we went completely different on this. Yeah. But um, Switch- Switzerland is not going to be there, just to put that out. Switzerland, no, Switzerland is definitely be not going to be there. No. I have Belgium and France in a semi and England and Germany. I don't. I can't say England beating Germany. I can't, I can't say England beating Germany. I don't think Germany are that strong going forward, are they? I mean, they, they do like, have... Because their main age. striker is going to be Warner. Yeah. I mean, I just I just can't see England beating Germany. Just historically, England can't beat Germany. Yeah. O- unless if it's My a team war. England is... Yeah, yeah, they're good at that one. Yeah, right? good at, they're good at wars. 
My thing with England is if Maguire is there, they can play four at the back. And then that's putting more emphasis on their attack, which I think will be a help because they'll play probably Declan Rice or Henderson in a holding position to guard the back. Yeah. So I think that'll be good. But if Maguire isn't there, they're going to have to play a back five of... Because John Stones isn't good enough to be back there on his own without a strong uh, leader. He needs a strong leader. There's a reason he didn't okay. do anything until Ruben Diaz came in because he's not a yeah, leader. Yeah, I, I was, I was going to say that like... When you said John Stones isn't good enough, I, I was questioning that. But like now that you said he needs someone beside him, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So I think if Harry Maguire beside him is he just shouts a lot and he's a leader, so he'll tell him where to go and where to be. And oh, I think Stones will be good, oh, good old slabhead. But if he's not there, Stones will be beside Kyle Walker as a right centre back and probably Tyrone Mings as a left centre back. Just to that's kinda... what I mean, though. Like, can you can you see an England squad? Winning or getting to the final of the Euros with your backups being uh, John Stones, Tyron Mings, and Connor Cody. No, I don't. This is why I think it all relies on Harry Maguire being fit. Yeah, even if Harry Maguire is fit, can you see uh, you know a centre back partnership? Any other centre back working well with Harry Maguire to get to a final? I think if it's Maguire, Stones, and then Declan Rice in front of them. I think I think they'll be I because I think they'll be outscoring teams. They'll be conceding still, but they'll only be conceding maybe one. Whereas I think if it's a back three, they're going to concede two or three yeah. a game against the good teams. Yeah, I mean that's my thinking. If we're if we're talking about form, if we're talking if we're sh- going on sheer form alone, England have the best backline, the best defensive backline in the world in, in Europe. Yeah, they have. Stones, who's been in great form, but like you said, he needs a leader. We got the best Luke, uh, left back in in the Premier League with Luke Shaw. Yeah. Even though, um, you know, I did say um, Andy Robertson was one of the best players this season, but Luke Shaw was head and shoulders above. I'd say Luke Shaw is probably one of the best left backs in the world this year. Yeah, this year, hundred percent agree. Yeah, and then you have um, Reese James, Kyle Walker, Kieran Trippier. Yeah. Kieran Trippier won uh, the La Liga. And yeah. then you have Reese James winning the Champions League, Kyle Walker winning the Premier League. Yeah. In that, in that right back position, they've won every major trophy that you can this season, basically. Yeah, yeah, stacked. So, and then you have, so I, th- I think the only position that is really going to let us down is, uh, well, let us down, do you hear me? Yeah. Um, let, let Ireland down. Uh, Ireland. <laughs> yes, Ireland! Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Shock twist. No, that's going to let England <laughs> down is um, goalkeepers. I'm like, I don't understand why Nick Pope wasn't really in contention. Injured. Oh, is he? Oh, is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he missed the last like month of the season with injury. It's yeah. a shame because he would have been, he would have been starting. He would have been the starting keeper. Yeah, he, he can't kick goal, can he? No. Well, Pickford can't save, so, you know. Yeah, but Dean Henderson, he. he... I think he, I think he could be um, a bit. Of a I'd have him in season, there. You know? I'd have him in there personally. Yeah, I'd have him in there. He's better. I, than I don't. I'd rather have that Johnston lad, Johnstone lad, rather than bloody Pickford. Pickford's terrible, man. Yeah, I agree. He's so like, I remember when he left Sunderland to go to, when he left Sunderland to go to Everton. I was proper like, how how have Liverpool not signed him? He was so good for Sunderland. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's doing that shit with Everton, and I'm like loving it because it's Everton. <laughs> Yeah, that's great, isn't it? Like so many, like I think, like one of Bruno Fernandez's goals against them, it was like it won United's goal of the season. 
it was kind of that one from the edge of the box kind of it kind of resembled Cantona's goal a small bit like that everyone kept making that comparison but the only reason Bruno scored that is because Henders or because Pickford has such small arms and he couldn't reach it yeah I wouldn't be surprised if it was just mainly for a laugh at Pickford just to slag him off literally just pick it that as goal of the season <laughs> just to be funny I think uh, when you have such a, a strong squad and you have like Sterling on the bench that that to me is a good problem to have for Southgate. But now that Trent Alexander Arnold has left the squad, I think what he needs to do is put in Ward Prowse. I think you do need an engine, like we said earlier. You do need an engine yeah. in that midfield who's just gonna run, 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 and then deliver on set pieces. Yeah. Wait, so you'd have Ward Prowse not only in the squad but as a starter? Or as a player off the bench? Not as not as a starter. Yeah, definitely a okay. player off the bench. Right, okay, okay, okay. Who do you think is going to be the standout player of the tournament? Right, so I've got two. I've got Nico Elvedi. Um, he plays for Switzerland. He, he's um, he's he's a player for Borussia Mönchengladbach. Um, he's a centre-back, and his stats for this season is like a 91.2% passing accuracy. Um, and he's the only player to reach that in 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 the league to do that over a thousand passes. So oh, wow. he's hitting like nine hundred and twelve passes out of a thousand. Wow! Do you know what I mean? So that that is that is that is something to think about. And I've got Glenn Kamara who plays for Finland. He's a midfielder who plays for Rangers. He's also got a ninety-one percent passing accuracy. For me. Having a 91% passing accuracy in midfield compared to having it at centre-back is is a completely different ballgame. I think that's so much more impressive. He was also involved yeah, in 26 um, shot-ending build-ups. So, like, what? He, he, yeah, he was involved in, in, a, in a movement that ended up in a goal. Okay. I don't think, like, any of them players are going to threaten for, you know, player of the tournament or anything like that, but it's definitely someone to look out for. That, they're my two. Do you have any? Interesting. Yeah, mine is far more um, stereotypical pit, pick, I think. <laughs> I'm going to go for Benzema. I think Benzema is going to blow oh. the tournament out of the water. After being left out of the French squad for so long, I think he's just going to turn around and be like, yeah, this is what I can do. Yeah, I'm so happy he's back. Yeah, I'm delighted for him. yeah I am delighted for him as well. I'm very, yeah. very happy for him. Um, so I think he's going to blow it out of the water, to be honest. Yeah, just that, just Benzema, is it? Benzema is just my main one that I had, yeah. Um, okay. Have you any flops? Who you think I, is going to flop? I don't have like a flop as in a, what do you call it, as in a player, but my flop of the season is going to go for the Netherlands. I just... Yeah, I agree. They're, they're, even though they have like Van Dijk when you them... Van Dijk's not that, there. He's, he's oh, not yeah, playing. Yeah, he's, still, he's still injured, Jay. He ruled out, sorry. Uh, they, they have like some decent players, Yeah, but they... They, they haven't qualified for the last three major tournaments. I think. Mm. Yeah, they haven't qualified for the World Cup or the other Euros. Um, the last one, they, the last World Cup they were in was um, was it was it South Africa when Robin van Persie done that flying header? Yeah, I think so. I, I think, think so, that yeah. was the last international tournament they were at. Wow. Um, and they they like drew against Scotland two two that in their friendly, and that's that's yeah. been them very. In recent years, they've never got the over the line in games. I, I can't see them getting further than round of sixteen, and even yeah, no, if, I, I'm the exact same. 
even at that, I think it, that'll be very successful for them if they even get past um, the group stage. Yeah, I agree. I think that's that would be a success for them. I don't think they're going any further, especially without Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah, completely agree with that. And even with Van yeah. Dyke, they weren't great. No, exactly. He Me- was just Memphis a bit more Dubai. solid at the back. Memphis Dubai actually might be a player to watch. He might be all right. He might be all right. But I don't know if he'll do it in that team. I don't think there's enough happening in the team for him to... I don't think he'll carry the team on his own, is what I'm trying to say, yeah. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it all the same. I think it's going to be a good good tournament this year. Yeah, me too, for sure. I'm very excited. I'm excited because I'm not into root for in it. I can just sit back as a casual fan and just enjoy the football. That's what I'm excited for. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to as well. Even though, like... I'm living in England, half English. I, I'm, I'm seeing myself as a very neutral fan. I'd love to see yeah, England win sure. it, but yeah, very neutral fan. Yeah, I'd like to see England win it as well, just because you know we watch these players play week in, week out yeah. in the Premier League. So I feel like, like I'd like to see them do well for themselves. Yeah. You know, I'm not into this kind of rivalry that a lot of Irish lads have. Like, oh no, I don't want to see England win. I'd love they got knocked out in the groups. I, I, I don't want to see that. I want to see the players that I like win something. Yeah, yeah, it, that to me that also makes no sense. You're like, um, you're like, oh fuck it, fuck them, um, you know, fuck England. Yeah, um, but I can't believe Man United didn't win the Europa League. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, what's that about? Like, but yeah, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, there's been a there's been a there's been a chat. Um, we've had yeah. some technical difficulties trying to get it done oh. as well. So we've been on here a while. Uh, so <laughs> we're bouncing. Okay, right. <laughs> good chatting, See. mate. Right, have a good day, mate. You too. You too. Bye bye. Thanks for listening, lads. We really appreciate it. If you have any questions, comments, or to add about today's podcast, get on to us on our socials. We'd absolutely love to hear from you guys. We're Insta Paddies on Instagram and Paddies Tweet on Twitter. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care, lads. Bye bye.